Hello, hello, everyone. How you doing? Welcome back to the FLA Exposure Podcast, episode 180, with my good friend and uh, main event of our upcoming fight card on June 11th, Mr. Justin Bourgeois. Uh, super excited to have him on. As you can tell, it's probably been a couple weeks to a month, a little longer since I've done a podcast. So uh, yeah, uh, it's definitely uh, not going to be the freshest or smoothest, but we're going to get through this and, and I appreciate everybody sticking with us. So thanks for tuning in. And, and of course, thanks to our sponsors out there. We have a lot of sponsors that really stuck with us through the pandemic and got us to this point. And uh, we got to thank them and speak people like Scott over at Conway Customs. Uh, he's done a, a hell of a lot behind the scenes to keep our cage looking great. Uh, he does a lot of different things, whether it's car detailing, signs, outdoor, indoor, uh, car wraps, uh, decals, you name it. They do everything. So even down to business cards. So check them out. Conway Customs with a Z or Z dot C-A. Um, let's get right into it here. Uh, as I mentioned, Justin Bourgeois, one half of our main event here at upcoming uh, Fight League Atlantic 4. Very excited uh, to have this guy on the card. This is a guy who... Uh, he's a who's who of, uh, on the East Coast MMA. He's done a lot on the East Coast MMA for the East Coast uh, combat sports. He's put his name on the line, had a ton of tough fights, uh, coming out with a 7-6 record. He's the face of Cumberland MMA, uh, a hometown boy uh, coming out of Spring Hill, representing the, the hill here at uh, Fight League Atlantic 4, as close as you're going to get to probably for fight at home for, uh, for right now. So i really honored to bring this guy on, a guy who's been put – like I said, put a lot into the East Coast scene and a lot into the career here in Canadian MMA. So let's bring him on. Without further ado, Mr. Justin Bourgeois. Hey, how's it going, Pat? Good, man. How's things? Thanks for coming on. No problem, but things are good. Things are good. How about you? Both the same, man. You know, I appreciate you having some patience with us to get this. Uh, I know uh, we were supposed to do it yesterday, and then uh, we had a little uh, technical difficulties on our end earlier. So thanks for your patience, man. And thanks for coming on, buddy. And uh, yeah. No Let's problem. get right into it. Um, no problem at all, bud. No problem. Fight League Atlantic 4, man. Uh, you and I were just talking off the air uh, how this kind of came about and, and the trials and tribulations of putting cards together and that kind of thing. And and let's talk about it. Uh, why, the why, the when, the where. What what kind of – why why uh, why FLA 4? Um, well, I just feel like the with the pandemic hitting and stuff, I knew I couldn't – I couldn't fight up until like we were allowed to fight again mm -hmm. on the whole vaccination status thing. Yeah. And just like you mentioned, it's right in my backyard, right? Like we're talking 20 minutes away and I'm there and I know a lot of the surrounding people and just super excited to be like, you know, in my backyard fighting, doing what I love to do. Well, that's the thing, right? Like how many people get that opportunity, right? To, to really fight that close to home. It's, it's pretty cool. Like you never know. We might do an event in spring Hill down the road. But as yeah. of right now, this is as close as it gets, and we're, we're super happy to have you there headlining the card, man. Did you ever think there'd be a card in Sackville? No. I noticed, like, when people ask me, they're like, Sackville? Yeah. Like, yeah, man, Sackville. Like, these guys are going – like, these guys are doing it big. They're going everywhere, man. Like, you know. Yeah, man, we're the traveling road show. You know, that's kind of what yeah. we're like. It's, it's like a musical crew sometimes. It's hard to believe six weeks later, here we are again, and uh, – kind of right back into it, man, and and uh, super excited um, to have you on there and, and have a, a lot of other talented guys from the local area and the community back on there. So how's training going? You've been training hard. You've been training for a long time, ready for a fight. I have, but like I said, I've been like, just like I've been going into a fight, like I try to keep it smart and not burn myself out, right? 
but like ever since way before the pandemic started, I've been training consistently. Like I've been now I'm been um, I've been boxing up in um, Dieppe with uh, Dominic Babineau. You know, he's like a world international world boxing champion. And, mm-hmm. you know, me and him collaborate really well. We get along really well. And, um, That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. He's, he's, he's highly skilled and, you know, it's good to be, it's good to be doing, you know, keeping my skills sharp while I can close to home too. Right. Well, that's it. It saves, you you know, because you spend a ton of time in the city at fit plus and that's nice that you can have something a little bit close to home too, where you can kind of have both avenues covered. Right. And he's, he's got a fight, I think coming up in July. I was talking to Kyle McNeil today. He's, he's fighting on Kyle's car, I think. Yep. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I think uh, Rosinski might be too, or really I'm not sure. I think I think I thought I meant I heard that, but I'm not. Don't quote me on that. He's going big. He's going. He's going big. big. You know what? Man? It's so important though. Like you know, combat sports coming back and, and people getting these opportunities, and people ask us a lot of time, like you know, you know, but we have to do it smart. Like we're, we're we want to stick around for the long haul, and we want to build slowly and get to the point where we can do things properly and a lot of people come in and they just you know mm-hmm. uh, it's important for us in mma it's a little bit of a different thing to to grow a little slow um but it's understandable it is man you know but uh hopefully that card goes really well so i was it's unfortunate because we have a jiu-jitsu tournament jared's doing one on the uh 16th of july in picto so he oh. uh, will be there unfortunately but we'll, we'll try to get to the card but yeah. What, what do you think of uh, FLA three? Oh man, that place was electrifying that night, bud. Like that's how I basically explained to people, right? And it was so nice to see like everybody that I haven't seen in a few years. You know, like the camaraderie and the friendship is like uh, is something valuable, right? Um, it is, and, man. Like, the fights, the fights spoke for themselves, right? And, Everybody come out and performed well. You could tell, like everybody trained hard for them. The matchups were very fair, you know. Like in the, you know, obviously on you guys end, the show was run super professional, behind the scenes and out where like you know, where the fights take place. And you guys have to probably make a lot of small adjustments along the way too, right, to make it as oh. you know, as high class as it is. Yeah, that's it. But it's no, you know, it's funny that you say that, actually. That's very well said because no different than yourself in the cage. You know, round one, you go back and you sit in the corner and you make adjustments to come back out. And it's no different for us. Like, you know, here, Denny and I are like, you know, Denny, I, I have so much respect for that guy in the New Brunswick Commission because they do such a good job. They're really, he's really taken, uh, I shouldn't say take, but he's just like, he's just really approachable and easy to work with. And, he yeah. calls us firemen and he's like, that's what you do. You know, during these events, you're just putting out fires and running like both of us running, like hitting head on and on a fight. Right. And, and it's, uh, it's definitely not easy, man, to put these events on, but they couldn't be put like, it's, you know, you can sit there and put the event, best event on in the world, but no one's going to come to see an empty cage. Right. Exactly. So yeah, good point there. You got to have people that are willing to, to, you know, put it on the line and, and win or lose, right? That's a big thing, I think, with a lot of people in our events is, like, they got to be entertaining. Like, no one gives a shit if you – I don't care what anyone says. No one cares if you have zero, like, zero losses No, ten losses. Like, if you're exciting, that's what fans are going to remember at this level, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah, you can win. Like, it seems like you can win the crowd over sometimes, right? Like, Big time. As long as you're, long as you're fighting hard. 
You, you definitely can. I think a lot of that, uh, like, I th- I could be wrong, but I think a lot of that human psyche goes into judging and that kind of stuff, you know, like the, the simple things of holding your hands up at the end of the fight or whatever it is. Like there's, you know, those small little things that I think at the end of the day, judges are just people, right? And they're, they're looking at that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so um, going back to FLA3, not to, not to take all the shine off you right quick, we'll get on to you a little bit more, mm-hmm. but Luke, how proud are you? Uh, like I was super proud of Luke for for taking that win. He, he's a he's a kid that's very very talented, and uh, it's nice. I told him after the fight, I said, "Finally, I can see you smile," because he's like <laughs> he doesn't smile a lot, right? He's like he's me. A, he's, he's ice cold, man. He is, man. He is. <laughs> yeah, no, I was super proud of him, right? Like, cause being his teammate, and you get to see them on a personal level, the daily grind of like the ins and outs and what he's dealing with personally and, you know, and blood, the blood, sweat and tears inside the gym. But I, you couldn't ask for a better performance out of him, right? Like this kid can just, this kid just knows how to win, man. And when he gets underneath the lights, like he can perform. And every time I'm excited to see him fight, right? Like, yeah, he he is, man. That's a very well said, everything about him. He's he's ice cold. I can, like you, even, you look back to those Kumites, like the yeah. man, like some of those Kumite, like that match against Steve Benson was beautiful. Like, like he was pissed. I know he was pissed at the end. Like he he lost, and sometimes like that's you know it's part of it, right? But that's just the competitor in him, and just drove him, you know, to make him even better, man. And I, I was super happy for him. And not that you know Jesse's a great kid too, but it's yeah, nice. No, he, you know, everybody you know succeeds at different times, and it was good to yeah. see him. So. Um, I got my cat trying to jump up here. <laughs> yes, um, let's talk a little bit about your fight coming up here. Uh, you know, like you and I were speaking behind the scenes uh, about this fight and, and how hard it was to kind of figure out a fight for you. And there's a couple names, like, well, probably about 15 names, tr- truthfully, by the by the end that we went through, whether it was down to 140 pounds. Uh, I was trying to convince you to go down to 140 pounds. You were telling me, <laughs> not a chance, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> we ended up up at 150 pounds versus Patrick Connors. And this is a great fight. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're both very seasoned uh, athletes in the Canadian scene. And uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of different. Uh, he's a little bit lengthier, but very similar styles. Uh, what do you yep. think about it? I'm just super excited. You know, I've got to thank Pat for taking the fight too. Like it takes two to tango and yep. it takes two to have a dance and, uh, you know, highly, highly, highly respect them. Um, uh, just like super, like super excited. Like I said in the backyard, right? Like I'm, I'm coming to show like what I've been working on and, you know, Love it. I'm looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to all the other fighters competing and I wish all of them the best of luck. And, you know, we all, at the end of the night, we want everybody to be safe and, you know, go home and, 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 and have like a smooth smooth sailing event man that's that's why yeah. i love you man that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of answer a true professional gives folks right there yep. uh yep. you know like i'm and by no means am i trying to go into some trash talk I don't, we don't like that stuff man we're really not fans of that stuff in fight league and you know it's it's part of it for some people but for like uh, for us I, I truly believe at this level like you know it's it's be respectful man we're a small community out here and like you said like, yeah. I, I want everybody to leave that event happy and in good spirits and like you know if you got a black eye so be it right but you're able to walk home and, and safe and be with your family and, and that's it that's exactly so kudos exactly to you for that way, buddy. yeah man no that's how i that's how i approach it for sure right yeah, yeah. you have to 
you know? Yeah. Then, like, we, Danny and I were literally just talking about that. I had a meeting with him today, talking yeah. about, you know, how like some places and they do uh, they do events with not sanctioning and stuff, which is fine. Everybody does things differently, right? But like for me, I certainly in John, I know it feels the same way. Like how how could how could I couldn't feel safe knowing that if something went wrong that who like I'm not very smart, so I need someone smarter to turn to. You and I both. It's the fan, right? <laughs> I mean, who am I going to look to if shit hits the fan, right? So that <laughs> hey, Benny, what, what to do now? And you know, it's yeah. you need that that backup, and I couldn't imagine taking all that liability on me, knowing that if someone gets hurt for the rest of their life, like that. Yeah. In this day and age, man, you can go to jail. Like there's so much crazy yeah. shit, right? So yeah, no, I'm I retirement out of nowhere. I didn't. You weren't. Were you retired? I didn't know you were retired. Well, I didn't. No, geez, I didn't hang him up. Yeah. Not yet. You know. That's it. We got a couple fights left in you, man. Like I said, that's what I'm saying. Man, that's what I'm saying. But I'm. I can't wait. I'm ready born to go. Right. That's it, man. Like the, the, people should be excited. Like this is no. There's no better time than the present. We've been just sitting yeah. around for two and a half years waiting for this kind of stuff. So people should be raring to go, ready to fight and. Fight League Atlantic, uh, Atlanta Combat Sports doing events. Like, there's, uh, you know, there's uh, opportunities out there. So, hopefully, people, you know, or get those medicals done, get licensed and, and ready to go, man, and mm -hmm. and uh, fire it up. So, uh, um, yeah. what do you think about fighting in your hometown? Um, did you, like, Moncton's pretty close. You've always got a ton of support locally wherever you fought. But what do you think this is, like, did any extra pressure or is it more excitement for you? Um. Yeah, I, think, I would say there's a little extra pressure, more exciting for sure. Yeah, like um, I think that you, you're gonna you, you might have people come through the door that wouldn't maybe even make it to Moncton, right? Where this is a little closer, and people that personally know me, see me day to day, maybe worked for them, maybe you know said trained with them or said hi to them. Like, yeah, I know there's a you know there's people out there that's fine, you know, that are young and finding their way up, and maybe they might not have a car to get to Moncton or yeah. It might bring in uh, at least what that's what that's what I'm hoping for you guys too in general, right? And, uh, I you yeah. know that's a th that's it's interesting too because Moncton has kind of more of that big city feel, right? And yeah. that's what I love about these events. Like I'm a Picto boy, John's a Valley guy. Like we're small town guys, and like there, you know, how many jujitsu events have I done in little bum like Picto, right? Like little. Yeah. But I love that stuff, man. And bringing that community out and bringing that community something that. I remember growing up in Little Picto, and we'd have like I'll never forget. It was like the, uh, I think it was like the Russian, flying Russian superstars or some kind of it was like <laughs> Russian gymnast that came to the rink and did all these flips, and they were billeted there, and it was just a weird memory as a kid that you had. But like they came to my little town, they were like, oh, I don't know. I think that that's kind of cool for small town people to be able to experience. Like, if this is a world class event, I don't give a shit what anyone says. When they come to our events, you're getting a world class event. Period. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why, like the last event, but it was electrifying. But everybody it was there, like, well more than what you know what the money's worth. I it personally, would. I'd say. I I agree, man. Like, it's funny you say that because. A lot of people don't see the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, of course, like same as a fighter or, or a promotion. But, you know, randomly, we put, we, you know, I'm not going to beat around the bush. We put our prices up a little bit the last event. We, we had to. And people complain and, and stuff. I had uh, I had one gentleman, and I won't say anything, but if you're listening, kudos to you, uh, who reached out and said, you know, this is uh, 
it always says, you know, card subject to change on the, on the card and that kind of thing. And, and uh, he said, you know, there was 11 fights advertised and now there's only eight and this is bullshit. And there's 40 of us coming and we're not coming and we'll never support your event ever again. And blah, 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 blah. And this is, so I said, yeah, well, one bad apple. yeah, it's, it's card subject to change, you know, injuries. This is part of the sport, right? It's what I, that's why it always says that there. And uh, anyway, I, after the event, I, I felt like writing him and be like, that's weird. I didn't see the 40 empty seats and everyone seemed to have a good time. <laughs> I wanted to check to make sure you had a good time. Right. But, you know, yep. you, know you can't please everybody in, in business or, or life or whatever. And we try to as best we can, but we're, we're just a small company with two of us doing everything for the most part. So when you're dealing with customer service, you're dealing with me or John. So it's, that's right. you know, it's, it's a lot, but um, locally run, man. That's it, man. Locally run as local as it gets, right? So, yep. Just knows I'm just trying to get him brought up. I got 5K down on him. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can send that 5K right over to Fight League Atlantic and we'll hold that on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's quite a wager. Yeah, it is. Uh, I want to uh, quick. When you started fighting, Justin, you know, when, and when the scene was hot, like Martel and those guys brought the, the, combat sports out here and Mickey and those guys and, and fighting kind of started out here. Um, what was it like for you at your first fight? Like there was no amateur scene, you know, and then they no. brought you out here, but there was no amateur scene like there is now, you know? So your first fight was as a pro, correct? Yes, it was. Yeah. Fought a guy named Matt Hamilton, real good guy from the Valley. He's like, I think him and Foster are pretty good buddies. Okay. Trained with, trained with each other and like, Young, like the early days. Okay, okay. You know, 2010, 2009. Yeah. Of, yeah. And my first fight was for King of the Cage. Uh, it was in Halifax. That's right. You know, TJ Grant was on the card. Goulet. Uh, John, John and Goulet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I was definitely inexperienced. You know, like you're going, like looking back on it, it was definitely inexperienced. My jujitsu didn't, you know, it was nowhere near where it needed to be, but. I just, just that competitive heart, man, you know, that championship mindset and like, I'm just, it just, it's a burning fire. It's, it burns in my heart and I can't, it just, it's not out yet. Right. And yeah. Back that's, then, I just, that's what you need, Justin. Right. Like period. Yeah. Some people yeah. don't, some don't. Right. Yeah. And yeah, has it has right. changed at all. Like for me like that, I think about that, like to me, that's insane. Like having no no amateur fights or anything, I'm going right in and I'm fighting King of the Cage, which at that time was a massive name in MMA. Uh, mm -hmm. Still is a name that people recognize, certainly in the sport. But mm -hmm. like, you think of yourself now to then. Oh, I so, tell myself never to do it. I don't think it'd be really. Yeah. Well, maybe not never to do it because I feel like it shifted my life in a direction where I was meant to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And. Like my wrestling coach, uh, Paul Rector, great wrestling coach. Give him a shout out. You know, like a two-time national wrestling champion, and he's 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 done a lot for me in the back mm -hmm. in the early days, right? And uh, but like, yeah, I was just inexperienced a little bit, but like trying to get my feet wet. He would always say that expression: "Get your feet right. wet, get in there, get some experience." Yeah. Right. Like, and take away from take away from it what you can. Right. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting aspect of it because you, you look at that and what you said now, you know, 13 pro fights, and then you look at these amateurs. Like, I I, I, I wish we kind of like could like, like now, like you, these amateurs are coming in. They already look really good. 
Absolutely. And it's their first amateur fight. It's just yep. really insane. Craig Ferguson actually put it really well on a post he showed. And it's like hard to believe he showed the spinning back kick from, from Dylan. And he was like, this was an amateur MMA debut. He's like, right. how far this yeah. sport has been in such a short amount of time when that is your debut? Like they both in that fight, in every fight, they look pure and really, really good, man. It's just the sport has yep. been so far since that time. And kudos to people like you and Scott yep. and Martel and all those people, Jared, all these people before us, man, that have put, you know, before me anyway. But, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta show, you gotta show respect to them guys for sure, right? Oh, I feel you doing it anyways, right? It was nice seeing them faces at the last event. Yeah. Man, you know, it's like you said earlier, Evan Brooks, the man himself. Um, you, Craig, you, Craig you, gotta, you gotta say it, man. Like, be, like at the end of the day, I don't give a shit what anyone says, but like when I used to host those tournaments in MMA, it's great to see everybody, but it's still it's so much stress for me that I can't. So I'm not. Last one was a little bit better, but usually I'm just like at wits and most anybody that's there knows what I'm like. They're just like, oh, it's Cat. He's fucking losing his mind for the day. But <laughs> it's better without the COVID. But anyway, long story short, yeah. um, I just, I don't know. It's just to me, it's like the whole family, the camaraderie thing, like you said, man, when everybody comes together, like whether it's Rogue or Guilty or the Kumites, or they're just a fun day, man, where everybody just kind of laughs and has a good time and it's yeah. awesome man it is awesome like because you'll be running into people and like i haven't seen you since the last event right and like it's awesome that way it, it really is man like that's the thing like yeah it is kudos to all the boys that's that's it like pay respects to those you know I, I try to explain that to some you know younger people that are you know in our sport right like whether it's in your club or whatever it is like be humble man be humble yeah like just Absolutely. like you know, who like just be nice to people and be good to one another and like yeah, there's yeah, plenty of times where you might like have a spat and be like fuck you or whatever, but at the end of the day, man, you just let that go and just it's part of life, right? You can't you yeah. can't please everybody, that's for sure. No, no, you can't, bud. No. Nor do we try. Not even a little bit. Not <laughs> even a little bit, man. So coming into this fight, um, you say you're looking to stay busy. Uh, you know, obviously you're focused on this fight, but anything uh, that you've noticed out of Patrick or have you watched any footage on him or you just um, him coming off a win, obviously. Yeah, no, that's good. He's coming off a win. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. No, I haven't watched any um, tape on him, but I'm, 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 I'm almost positive shot. Like Scott has a game plan, right? Yeah. We're going to come in with a strong game plan. Nice. And uh, definitely look to implement it. Right. In all aspects. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's going to be a great main event, man. I know, it's, uh, I know he's a game of, uh, no, I know he's a game opponent, right? And he has lots of amateur record, lots of amateur fights. And, you know, I just know he's going to come to fight. Yeah. Well, as are you, sir. It's going to be a banger. That's for sure. Paul Harner, another guy, man. Another guy. Oh, sorry. Okay. There we go. Kicking ass. That's Matt's dad. You know Matt Harner? Yes, I do. I met him once at an event. Yeah, him and his yeah. dad. Yeah, great yeah. guy, great supporter of local combat sports. Always supporting everybody. So stay safe and stay sane out there, Paul. <laughs> your boy, watch your boy. Yeah. Luke Saint Croix. Stay ready, Luke. I know. Uh, I thought he. I, I think he was going to fight on this upcoming card with Atlanta Combat Sports, and then I, I think it kind of fell through or something. But 
hopefully, uh, like, you know, there's a couple fights on the radar that people have been reaching out about with, uh, with Luke and you never know what will happen in the next couple of weeks, man. You know, like who knows what will happen. So stay ready, Luke. And uh, man, you start winning fights, you get a target on your back, right? That's it. That's what happens, man. Yeah. It's a good target, you know? Yeah. That's it. You know, then like competition is great. It keeps you, you know, keeps you growing and makes you better. And, and a guy like that, he just rises to the occasion. And it's a, a big night for Fit Plus. It is. Big night. Yeah. Big yeah, night. Three of us. Three. Khalifa, Khalifa, Garrett. And them guys are like young, fast, talented. Mm-hmm. And you know, humble too. You talk to them guys in the gym, they're humble, humble men. Yeah. And they, you know, the way it should be, man. Yep. Yeah, no, I agree too. Fuck, things yeah. can be taken away in a hurry, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. All of us, like you know, like I've been on the drive and hit by lightning. I've been in a bad car accident. Like we could die on the way to work tomorrow, you know. Yeah, so man. We cher- cherish the shit. Like at the end of the day, we're like, I used to say it all the time when I would take these people on tours. When before COVID, I lost my job and travel. That's what I did. For anybody who didn't know, I took people on trips around the world, like luxury okay. tours. And I would say to these people, whether a majority of them are like 60 to 80 years old, and I'd say, like, you don't understand how lucky you are to be here. Yeah. And they'd say, well, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you're 70 for one. That's, you know, at the end of the day, like, you could end it any day. So you, you made it to 70, which was amazing. You had your health, which is amazing. And then you had the money. Yeah. For this luxury trip to come here like yeah. people have no food right now and here we are sitting wherever we are right so man you got to take this shit and enjoy it and, and every single day just kind of it's you know it's, it sounds corny and cliche but it's it's true man very very oh cool. it is yeah, no, yeah i'm all on board with that i agree you're a great role model man you really are uh, any dealings i've ever had with you man you're just a hell of a guy and a great representative of martial arts and, and i love you buddy you do a lot of great work man so keep it up and Thanks, buddy. I love you too, man. You guys are fucking doing great things, bud. And I'm, I'm just blessed to be a part of it, right? And along for the ride. That's it, man. That's it. We're all in it together, man. I can preach it all all day long, but it's true, man. We're all in this shit together. So, like you said earlier, hope we have a killer event. And before yeah. we do go, uh, a couple final things. Uh, let's get an event going at the Avenir Center in the middle of summer. Well, this guy's saying a lot, isn't he? This older I, guy. You know him? Yeah, he's from Spring Hill. Oh, okay. That in your center. Uh, no. He better be at the fight. You, Omar <laughs> better buy like the best ticket going. He, better, he, he already said. He already said. Look, put it, put it in an escrow. And he said, not a joke. <laughs> not a joke. He's betting five grand on you. Wow. So, wow, man. If I were you, I would find Omar and tell him to give you the five grand right now. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I agree. He's a good sponsor or a good supporter anyway. Good on you, Omar. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Justin, uh, final words, man. Uh, you know, like sponsors, uh, anybody that you want to give a shout-out to going into this camp. we got, you know, 18 days before the fight. Anything you want to say? Um, I'd like to fight you, uh, thank you guys for uh, – Fight me? I don't do anything. Uh, I, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, i got to thank my team, Fit Plus, and all the teammates, man. I'm everything with them, right? They – they keep me on the grind. You know, I want to thank Dominic Babineau for, you know, helping me with my hands. Nice. And, yeah, and uh, I have, you know, Paisano's Pizzeria. They sponsor me. Camora Wear sponsors me. Um, Curly's Sports and Supplements up there in Amherst. Um, nice. They sponsor me, yeah. 
Yeah, and who else? Oh, there was another one. Can't think of it right off. We'll edit it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to, but we'll have to. Well, that's good, man. It's important to have really good people behind you, man. We've had a lot of really good sponsors, like people like Scott Conway and these people who just kind of, they believe in you and what you're doing, man. And, and it's awesome to have people like that. So hopefully Amherst and Spring Hill in that area, you know, shows up and represents because this is a, is a big ass event. Um, yep. And I think it's one of those things that, that people should take advantage of and come check you out and uh, see, see the level of fighting that's going to take place on June 11th. Yeah, right here in our backyard, man. And like, it, 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 I find it helps bring a lot of people to the sport too, right? Totally. The first time you see an MMA event, you're like, you love it, right? Like, some people are going to fall in love with it. Totally. Yeah, that's the thing. The next thing they could end up at everybody's gym, right? Like, yep. I've said that a hundred times. Like, it, the better, yep. whether it was tournaments or events, like, the better events do, the better everything does. Absolutely. Period, yep. right? So it's we all, you know, it's, we work on it together, man, and that's it. Period, man. So hopefully, it draws a lot of people to the communities too. You know, you might not notice yeah. it in a place like Moncton, but like a place like Sackville, you notice it when there's a thousand people in town for fighting events. <laughs> Absolutely, the restaurants, taxi businesses, yeah, you know, everything, hotels, all that's going to like bring revenue and just right into the town. Definitely. So yeah. when it goes well, we're, we're going well on tickets. So folks get your tickets. Uh, come check this guy out. Uh, main event, Justin Bourgeois, one of the most talented guys in the East coast. Super excited to have you, Justin. Any final Thanks, words? No, man, get your tickets. I'm going to put on a good fight. Like it's going to be, it's going to be fireworks right from the first bell to the last bell, man. And I'm sure like uh, just watching the last event and how it was run. I'm super excited and just blessed for the opportunity. Right. That's it, man. We're all in it together. I said it 700 times this podcast, but it is true, man. So we'll see you next week. Uh, as Robert says, uh, another guy, great guy behind the scenes to us, man. Uh, House of Quads, uh, Rob Silly Boy, what a wonderful guy. So awesome. thank you, Justin. Keep training hard. No Keep problem, training hard, man. We'll be talking. Uh, and yeah, thanks for everything, buddy. Chat soon. Thank you, man. Take care. There you have it, folks. Justin Bourgeois. Uh, come here, Booter. You're going to make an appearance. My cat, he's been bothering me the whole podcast. Looking for some food, huh, buddy? Uh, Justin Bourgeois, that was great to have him on. Main event, uh, Fight League Land for June 11th, Tantramar Civic Center in Spring. No, not Spring Hill. That's where Justin's from. Sackville, uh, New Brunswick. Uh, get those tickets, fightleagueatlantic.com. They're going quick tables that are about half sold out right now. Uh, cage side seats, about 30, 40% sold out and uh, moving. So get them, and uh, we will see you. Uh, next week with a couple more episodes. Lots of love, folks.